Michael Estelle, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, People Presses Better Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, People Presses Better Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, The People Presses Better Podcast. Welcome to the People Person Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me every week is my buddy and co-host, Mr. Brian Sittler. Hey yo. Hey yo, indeed, sir. It's big time. We're back. back. It's it's this is a big one. We had to come back for this one. We had to come back for this one. I mean, we came back like like a dozen episodes ago. We did. But, but we really had to come back for this one. We had to. This yeah. this is the one in the distance. This is like after dinner party. This mm. was the beacon in the this distance. The next, the next stop. Beacon of bigness. Also, the reason we brought back guests this we, week. We couldn't just handle this on our own. Not on our much. own. Not on our own. We know that. You know that. Had to bring back good friend, friend of the show, my co-host over on Opinions Like A-Holes, Mr. Michael Zampino. Hi, everybody. Uh, well, that intro back. has gotten sexy since I was here last. We got it down. It's fucking, it's a well-oiled machine. It is. He's here to save the day. We've been officing for a long time. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. We are officers, as it was. I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, that, uh, all of our, uh, all of our OLA episodes uh, made me uh, made me real real comfortable in, uh, in an episode one doing an episode one of another podcast. Yeah, yeah. You this you just this. launched uh, the newest podcast on OLA Ministries, our parent site. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you're you're delving into the world of news. Uh, well, specifically political news. Political, yeah. Not just not not like yeah. where there was a fire last night or right. a car wreck. This is about politics. Yes, government. specifically like. The fringe of politics. Got to be the, uh, well, before we get into this this, yes. this episode, this big episode we took on today, tell us a little bit about the show. What is the show called, and and who who will we hear on it? Well, Please. the show uh, it's going to be myself and uh, comedian Toby Morton. Uh, you know him as the voice of Scott Tennerman from South Park. Great yeah. follow on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he's been a guest of ours on Opinions Like a Holes. Absolutely, which I which I thoroughly enjoyed listening to. I had good oh, fun with him you. as well. Yeah, that was yeah, great awesome. guest. Uh, so Toby and I. So I my, my it's it's called Maximum News. All right. Uh, maybe a little bit of a gut punch to Newsmax. I never heard of them. Yeah, never. Do they still exist? Unfortunately, yes. Sadly, they didn't yeah. just go down. Oh, that was the other no, one. No, no. Uh, that OAN no. is about to go down. I yeah. think. Much like an alpha male, they just don't go down. Well, That's right. We all know the other one's eventually gonna. So you may as well fill the void. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, we're maximum news. We are basically uh, the liberal answer to Newsmax as okay. it were in that um, we are just as much of a legitimate source of news as Newsmax and they claim to be a legitimate source of news. Well and I will say though we do not. You, <laughs> you guys are comedians you're doing this for fun. We Well we're doing yes and no we're doing this for fun but we're also doing this because we both give a shit. Yeah. Um, and that's my point too is as much as this is going to be a funny show and a fun show to listen to and you and Toby are, are just terrific on it you guys Know your stuff. Like, this is not liberal in that it's leaning and that it has a bias. You may have an inherent bias. You guys both do lean left politically. Sure. But what you're going to be talking about are things that are backed up by facts and proof. Correct. So you're looking to inform as well as entertain. Correct. Uh, yes, uh, we, yeah, we're tackling, so, so where it started is, um, for me, my, my, I don't know for lack of a better word, obsession with politics, Mm. uh, goes back 
very young to my uh, my angsty punk rock days, uh, listening to Bad Religion and Dead Kennedys and all that stuff. Mm. And then um, looking around at the the world we were in at the time and seeing how those lyrics were just as poignant as they were uh, at the time and still are today, some thirty plus, almost forty years later, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so my. Basically, the second I opened my eyes to politics, all I saw was the worst of the worst of it, and uh, it immediately uh, made me go, uh, "This is fucked up, and we should uh, we should all be more upset about it." Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and it kind of went from there. Um, it kind of stayed in the background of like, okay, I, I say in the background, not really. Like I, you know, on the first episode, I talked about how like I could not wait to register and vote my senior year, like the year I turned 18. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I yeah. couldn't wait. I turned 18 May of 99. You've always been passionate about politics. Right. Even even on opinions like a-holes, oftentimes we get into those conversations, and we try not to. We try to keep it light on that show. I keep do, and I, and I apologize for when it happens. Well, and that's one reason why this show happened, was because we wanted to create a space where Mike could kind of talk about those things. Mm-hmm. And in Toby, we found a partner who also had the same passions and had already been kind of taking truth to power so, with a lot of these prominent figures already. Love it. Toby sort of backed into it a little bit more than I did in that Toby's uh, interest in politics didn't come till much later in life. Oh, yeah. Uh, when mm. he started doing more political satire. And mm. uh, basically, the second he jumped into political satire, uh, the world started reacting. And he um, just sort of had to keep doing it and sort of felt like it was a, a calling of sorts. Yeah. Um, so right now, the big thing that Toby is known for is um, making a, uh, a series of satirical sycophant uh, websites for people like uh, Governor Greg Abbott. And these are websites for these prominent figures like Governor Abbott who, uh, you know, Stefanik. For their Kevin for McCarthy, their for their Lauren politics, Bober. they want to they they, they you know they're, they're trying to script a narrative. They're trying to sell the public a narrative of quote who they are, quote what they believe in. And Toby's websites, they're satirical in that they make fun of the website format. But the information they offer is all factual. Essentially, what he's doing is um, pulling back the curtain and saying, hey, look, look at what he's claiming and look at what is real. And you tell me what's the joke here and who he really is. Yeah, Right. Yeah. So really, really powerful stuff. And, and Toby goes into a little bit of his history in this world on the episode he did with us. Correct. Which was just a couple episodes ago, like 230, 235, I believe so. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the last five. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. It's good. So uh, and I, I may even put a link to that uh, maybe on the Facebook page, uh, a link for this show. Uh, yeah. So we're yeah. So essentially what we're doing is we're we're poking fun at these people while also um, letting, you know, sort of, as you said, pulling back the curtain as to what they're really doing, what their plans really are. Um, and and hopefully, you know, m- maybe not opening uh, some eyes because I'm sure there's not a lot of, uh, of people on, on the, the other side that are going to be listening. But if anything, maybe we can arm people with better ways of combating their um, there's, their their crazy relatives or, yeah. or by, 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 you know, maybe if you say, hey, Uncle Tom, for example, I don't don't know uncle tom's a weird choice well my it's my uncle that's why gotcha um, gotcha who's also a he's gone crazy QAnon. So, but uh so, so for so example being story. able to say hey hey 
Tom, I, I, I want to be able to show you what... When they say election integrity, what they actually mean they're is... They're using it as an excuse to try and steal an election. Yeah, they're using mm. uh, trigger words, yeah. and, uh, and they're co-opting terms that people hear, and they go, oh, well, election integrity, those two words together sound good, but what it actually means is installing people that will overturn democratic elections yeah. and mm. install autocrats, mm-hmm. uh, not chill so the show's called maximum news maximum news episode one is available right now yeah it's called if a tree falls on you in the forest and we'll uh we'll we'll mention it one more time uh, at the end of the episode wonderful yeah i don't know uh, brian did you know the story of greg abbott's paralyzation I no, I didn't actually. You can get into that in the first episode. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, well, you should now listen I'll, to the story. Now I'll know about. It. I you love should it. listen to the okay, story. I'm in. I'm into it. It's bananas. <laughs> and, and 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 the story behind the story <laughs> is something that I think is kind of relevant. Back on topic with the episode we watched today. I have friends and loved ones who are affected by that man, so I'm gonna enjoy this. Greg, right. yeah. Well, oh, I'm talking 100%. about the office now. The office. Uh, the episode we watched today was oh, stress relief. Oh, that one. Right. And I have friends and relatives affected by this episode. The, his name is Stanley, Ditto. and he's my dad. <laughs> Stanley is a part of Mailman. our family and a part of our office. Uh, this came out February 1st, 2009. God. Super Bowl Sunday. I, that was almost that was, 30. That was 13 years ago. Yeah. And, and and it was a, 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 a came on right after the Super Bowl. I don't like how long ago that was. What a, what a plum spot. And, and here's the thing is this episode is so much... <laughs> Only one to ever come out on a Sunday. I was just about to ask that. They didn't air on Sundays. No, no. not normally. Sunday's not There's... like a network TV night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Thursday. That's what. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. I, re- I read it on the wiki. They mentioned ah, it. Ah, yeah. good call, good yeah. call. What were you going to say, though, sir? The So I thought a lot about the story behind the story while watching this, about what was going through the writers, the producers, the network's heads. Greg Daniels has said. In planning this for Super Bowl release. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things about it that I think really play into this being kind of a, a, a soft reintroduction to the world to the office. Yeah. I read they kind of looked at it as a new pilot. Yeah. In a way. And it really is the way that it, it, it kind of comes in and you I see mean, the if, serene office setting and it immediately goes to Dwight. If you ever mm. like mm. I'm sorry, if you mm. ever in this in the history of a of a series that's run for that long, if you ever know like, okay, here's a sure week where we know we're gonna get new viewers. Yeah. Yeah. That haven't seen the show before. Yeah. So you're right. Like that's it's interesting to look at it as like a a, a mid-series second pilot. Well, and, and and at the same time, a victory lap because this right. is also the show at its peak popularity. It was chosen to air on an off night after the most watched event in history. Mm. They're the, like, drink it all in. We only got two more good seasons in us, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then two <laughs> mediocre ones after that. So they, 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 they have to they have to not only give like the greatest episode they can right. to people, but to also say, Hello, new viewer, this is the office. This is who we are. But but kinda on steroids a little bit, because I do recall just reading about how Greg Daniels was encouraging the craziness to get even more so during that opening cold that cold open. Yeah. Well and, and, and there are elements about this that get into absurd and parody. The entire B story plot to me is just absurd. Yeah. And 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 it's yeah. it's extremely weak in my opinion. And it's only saved by the final scenes of the 
quote, real world portion of the plot, not the fictional film. The fictional film. I, I want to see that I, movie in its entirety. Oh, I want to see so that bad. movie. I want you know those. What is the longest cut there is? <laughs> you know, wonder. you know how like there was that situation knows. where they buried all those ET cartridges yeah, in the yeah, desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could bury Mrs. Albert Hannaday in not not Cloris Leachman. She's a treasure. I don't know but, where they rest, buried her. But the foreign, foreign film, <laughs> the, 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 the fictional film, Mrs. Albert Hannaday, they can bury that in the desert. For sure. <laughs> no, I want to see it first. It's, oh, it might no. be the worst thing that Jessica Alba has done. And she did Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver uh, Surfer. She had like one line. Yeah. Yeah. And I tried to understand. She the, was in it so little that I didn't even know she was in it until other people mentioned it. She had a nice little spot at the opening. Yeah. Some, Beautiful young lady. Introducing her to the real star. We know Cloris Leachman. Cloris yeah. Leachman. Just stole the show. Cloris. Thirsty. Super thirsty. <laughs> super thirsty. <laughs> Gangsta. So horny. Yeah. Who <laughs> just, so, just getting just her so horny. On. Just playing yeah. Jack Black as a fool. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so as horny. we find out at the end. Can we talk about all right. I, 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 we're, we're kinda jumping around. That's what we do. That's what we do. The now. first note I had uh in the <laughs> Right after Dwight sets fire to the office. Yeah. <laughs> it's a simulation. And then he's um, in his little disciplinary review meeting. Mm-hmm. And he says, talks about ideas that weren't accepted. <laughs> yeah. A lot of ideas weren't accepted in their time. Shampoo. <laughs> yeah. People were like, nah. Th- really? <laughs> I find it hard to believe that like yeah, shampoo came out and anybody was like, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I'll, I'll Google it. Did people originally reject shampoo? Were the <laughs> yeah. I'm how, not, how good are you, Google? Yeah, right. Like, what a weird thing to say. Like, but people are weird. That's I true. Mean, I, there's, it's there's, true. There's a, a hippies lot, pe- still kind of don't like shampoo. People, That's true. People not all of them. People love to <laughs> say no to certain things that definitely would help them. Oh, for sure. I can now. I can now kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like plenty of hippies. Like progressive policies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did this turn into another plug for Maximum News? Uh, you know I'm good at that. That is really good. It's good. It's, it's like you've you. podcasted before. Thank you. The constant sagging back to the. You know it, baby. You, some people we'll like nagging. I like sagging. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't find any definitive answers. I do find it interesting that that, that was the one of the counter go-tos. soap movement of 1851. Yeah, right. The anti-shampoos. What, what I love about the David Wallace uh, meeting, the first one, because there's two. Oh, you mean the Patient Man in all the universe? Wait, do you think it was like vaccination? Vaccin- vaccination people they were called anti-shampers anti-shampers <laughs> anti-shampooers but what I love about the David Wallace meeting Sorry. is Michael walking Good. over to the window yes is, is the way and the way that he immediately tries to turn it so he's no longer on that side of the argument yeah, that's the only reason he went to the window was that for an excuse to be on that side, on that of, the side table? of the table was that, Dark Knight, was that Dark Knight Rises <laughs> was that his like um, imitation of Bruce Wayne right <laughs> the city what? <laughs> You're right, though. He he sits on the other side, and that's when he pulls up the chair and he starts doing the scoot over, scoot, scoot. over, please. Yeah, to a man who will not be scooted. Yeah, no. <laughs> he, well, God. and then and then when David asks him, scooch? "How a scooch? Yes, yeah, scooch over." When he says, "You know, no, how sir, I will not be do scooch. you want that on your conscience?" And then Michael does the "Do you?" And he and and David says, "Do you, Michael?" And he goes, oh, "Are you talking to me?" And he says, "Yeah." And then Michael goes, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like he he needs him to repeat the question that he just repeated for him. Was this the first or second time they were in the office? That's I'm, the I'm first, time. First, first time. That's first time. Yeah, first time. Yeah, second time. What, what does he do right before second? Second time, time was brief. It's when they uh, they went it's in at, for the uh, post him going clubbies. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was yes, when they, when they went the into doll. to like, why'd you have to cut the face off because the doll? Because he didn't think it looked realistic. And then <laughs> we realized that Michael has numbers dyslexia. <laughs> yes, because yes, the 3500 it says it costs $5,300. Yeah. Uh, but but, yeah, uh, but oh, Dwight's no longer uh, well, When we set up Dwight's the episode no The way that the camera immediately So we see Pam walk away from the desk Security. And then it cuts to Dwight And the way that we like center up with Dwight And he acknowledges the camera This episode is essentially Dwight and the audience For the first three minutes mm-hmm. And then once the fire starts then it becomes an office episode in the traditional sense. Nobody can break the fourth wall like Dwight. I really love his little look to the cam- look to the camera and just. I don't know that it's breaking the oh, fourth wait, wall. If it's fourth, a documentary. Was it, was it the third wall then? Did I get my wall? No, you got up? your wall right, but since it's a mockumentary, does that count? So it doesn't count, perhaps. Yeah. But but I love his just little. There look isn't to it. just his little uh, snap of his neck. Yeah, I would argue there's no wall to break in a documentary. But he's ta- he is taking yeah. he becomes the a, wall being fiction true he essentially exist. grabs yeah. us right. by the hand and is oh, a, yeah. a, like an aggressive <laughs> viewpoint character <laughs> and this is, a is very interesting up tour guide <laughs> because do you guys remember who our viewpoint character is at the beginning of the show Ryan it's Jimbo. Ra- it's Ryan oh yeah, yeah it is Randy it's Ryan Ryan right. is our normal guy yeah, showing yeah, us the true. oddity of the office until and he downslides who's not in this episode Rye guy Rye guy except in archival footage which I guess means. The, the, the beginning. Where is he at this point? Is he in prison or Thailand? Uh, he's in Inglorious Bastards. Well, I mean, to, in the for show. For real, but Thailand. Uh, is he in Thailand? I think he's... I think. Oh, yeah, because this is after he was hired back, and we don't see him get fired again. But he just leaves out of nowhere. He disappears, he and says, then he comes uh, back yeah, again yeah. to Michael Scott. I gotta get the company. fuck out of here. Yeah, and if you'd have I'm any going, money, that'd be amazing. What does he say? <laughs> I'm, I'm going Thailand. with a... Okay, when does he, a when does he do friends. that? Which episode was that? Man, I don't remember now. Has that happened yet? I want to say it has. Because where is he otherwise? He may just not have been in this episode. That's true. They they don't really need him. They don't actually have to give him like an out. He can just sort of not appear, and it yeah. doesn't really matter. That yeah, because like we we have episodes where we don't see Creed or Meredith or Phyllis, and, right. and it's not questioned. Mm-hmm. It's just they're not in the scene. But I, with a scene like the fire scene, you would expect to at least see him in some capacity. You would, and maybe we didn't just didn't even notice. Because I gotta be. say, the thing about that is there are specific standouts. You have Michael with the, um, you know, the oh god, oh god, you know, everyone, every man for themselves. You have Dwight barking orders at people. You have the Oscar and and, and Angela scene with Bandit and save Bandit. You find out that Angela weighs what eighty two pounds. You do. Um, <laughs> you got Stanley with the oh my god, eighty two pounds. Yeah, she's a little thing. Um, that's how she can shop in the um, in the kids section. In the kids section, yeah. yes. Um, but you don't I have a re- you don't have a big Kelly moment. You don't have a Toby moment. You, you don't get Kevin in his snacks. You do get Kevin in his snacks, which is yeah. which is an extra payoff at the end once once Stanley does go down because he has the snacks in his hands. Mm-hmm. They're falling okay. down on him. Uh, I do believe that this is the point where Ryan is in jail. Because oh, weight yeah, loss yeah, yeah, is yeah. where he goes to jail. Business ethics, right? Is when they no weight loss is no, when no, he comes no. back from yeah, jail. Yes, yeah. Jail, jail uh. is frame Toby. No, not frame Toby, but goodbye Toby. You're right. You're yeah. right. Okay, yeah. so he's yeah. in, in jail. Jail. He he's been back no, already. No, he hasn't because they talk about in business. Oh yeah, no, no. They hired him back. Yeah, yeah. they hired so, him back. Yeah. Where's Ronnie? She must only be in the first part of episode one of weight loss, right? 
Uh, yeah, yeah Ronnie's when he, Pam goes to art school and is that, yeah, yeah. or is that the beginning of season four? No, that's weight loss. She goes, is that? Yeah, okay. it is. Then Remember, because yeah, he kicks yeah. her off the yeah. scale. Yeah. yeah, and then I think we bring Ryan back second part of weight loss. You're right. Yeah, yep, yep. that's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Cool. We so, all yeah, Ronnie is in Thailand. Long. Ronnie's <laughs> really a scene. So it's um, either it's either Thailand or no, off camp. No, no, no. He went to Florida. He went to uh, well, well he but he to said it was Thailand. Exactly. That's we don't know trip. that. Sorry, spoiler alert. But this is either um, Thailand or just off. This yeah. is either Thailand or just off camera. I, I did True. write down uh, that there's a little moment of uh, just getting a glimpse of how Jim sometimes is a genuinely just a dick, uh, and that is when uh, when Andy's popcorn doesn't pop and it just cuts to Jim's face and he's so pleased with like, ha ha, you don't get your tasty snack, fucker. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's kind of spiteful, like in the moment i looked at it and i was like oh how sad that he didn't get his yummy popcorn yeah. and jim's just like ha, ha, ha fuck you andy i was like damn <laughs> well it's, it's hardcore yeah jump, right like <laughs> you were really pleased with the fact that he didn't get to have his popcorn but right. to jump back over to the uh mrs albert hannaday b plot <laughs> mm. uh oh the, so this the, is post the, breakup for andy here the one that andy stole the movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is a really bad plot <laughs> line to me that. because of the way this tells but doesn't show the entire plot of because the entire story of the B plot is about Jim and Pam's parents having well, a, having a problem. Pam's parents. Pam's, pa- excuse me. Yeah, Pam's, Pam's parents, parents. Pam's parents having problems. Uh-huh. Them discussing it and Andy misinterpreting it as movie the, critique. Uh, yeah. Right. Them, which is a is a neat little idea, and it makes for a couple of good moments, like Andy's. You know, like uh, you know, they're they're just seeing things I'm not seeing Do you or think, whatever. Does the soup represent breakfast? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. Does the, does the soup symbolize you mean when they had breakfast? Soup? <laughs> they're like movie geniuses. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that was breakfast. <laughs> I don't think that was. Yeah. <laughs> I I couldn't be a critic. You know, this muffin is bad. No. The, but it does seem kind of painting. But, is but bad. besides that. It's really kind of the antithesis of how you're supposed to do a scene. You're supposed to show things happening, not have characters telling you about them. You're seeing the reactions. And half that scene is them telling them. You're seeing the aftermath every time of like Pam talking to her dad. And And it's such, it feels like such a weird use of all the guest stars, Mm. you know, and I get why they did it. They wanted to have guest stars and be able to say there were guest stars and get that attraction, but not have them in the office and and breaking the believability of the office and you have the hurdle right. of it's tough to tell the story of pam's parents's marital problems while staying in the office yeah yeah uh-huh. you know what i mean like yeah. how do you tell this that story without going to them right. and yeah. being with those characters you have to do it with either exposition or this or you yeah. you don't you don't tell or you it. Don't. You don't. You just. You say okay. Well, that's not clearly not a story to tell in yeah. an office. But they setting. needed them to get divorced so that Michael could fuck Pam's mom. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were Did playing they, the long game. They needed it to happen. They, they were, were playing like, the, lo- the like, season look, six long game. We decided in season two that Michael was going to fuck Pam's mom. <laughs> it was just a matter of how they were going to get there. Right. In and fact, that's why that actress quit. Was the new Pam the original Pam? Was Pam mom? mom's two already installed? Pam's mom point? one was like <laughs> Michael's going to what? I am calling my agent now. I'm getting the fuck out of this show. And that's how we got Pam's mom, too. Uh, Not to be confused with Pam's mom, three, <laughs> who's obviously the little old lady that Michael mistakes for Pam's mm, mom uh, that's true. during the STD episode. This is true. That's a good one. Very true. Uh, that yeah. is a very good one. Good callback, sir. H I R. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> H. Oh. 
I, oh God, R. Are you going to the mall later? That's what I'm asking. Um, but back to this week's episode. Um, Meredith showed Michael her vagina. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, as I love he, it. As oh, he's and if you're not oh, wearing, oh you're my God, a dress. <laughs> So good. Uh, oh, and, uh, Michael with his uh, some somehow able to um, uh, walk across and with his uh, crotch in the face of Meredith and Pam. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I like that Jim bit. Look up. What? Oh, no. He says, "Don't, don't open your up. eyes." Don't oh, open yeah. your eyes. Like, she wouldn't have had you shut the fuck up, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> you knew what was gonna happen. I'm, I'm like turning into like anti team Jim. Anti Jim. You know, funny how that works. Michael's Possible. listening to the like relaxation music, and when he says, "This one makes me think of death,", death. that was really good. <laughs> yeah, that like, was great. Like, I like it. Because of yeah. gay, I also wrote down. Yeah, yeah that's because what he said, you know, because of gay. Um, I'm just, I'll rapid fire through a couple of these. Michael yeah. thinks YouTube is a network. Yeah, I know. Gotta get, uh, gotta, we got to remember to call YouTube, have them come film this. Angela is very excited to be the first roaster, and I found that funny. Well, and normally she doesn't like making people laugh. Um, that's true. Did you <laughs> look like up what Oscar says in Spanish? Yes, uh, I did see that. He says... You give me an ulcer every day I have to wake up and come here. Every day I come here for you. For you. I work for you. Yeah. Parati. 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 And he had yeah, a, he's like, he... you give me a fucking ulcer. <laughs> that's... At first I thought he was letting him, letting him off the hook because that's all you see him and he can't even understand what he's saying. But, but then... watching the deleted scenes, we saw oh, there's we a whole bunch of English. More. Yeah. We get plenty more. Um, he didn't also... want to cry. Uh, what I hate about you, you really suck as a boss. Yeah. You're the loosiest, jerkiest, and you're, you're dumber, dumber than, than applesauce. Apple uh, yeah. We're stuck listening to you all day. Stanley tried to die just to get away. Well, it's true. That's what I hate about you. That's Ed what Helms, I hate about you. Pretty decent guitar player. Pretty Not good. bad at all. I I've also liked the part where... Uh, do, after Dwight gets mad at Michael because he's trying to defend him and then... Uh, oh, yeah. And then and then, and then Pam makes the joke about how Michael never does any work, and Dwight's the only he just way overdoes his laugh, and I thought that was really funny, and it reminded me of one of my favorite running gags in Parks and Rec, which is Andy laughing at the accountant's jokes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Whenever the accountant's like. When it comes to accounting software, there's no accounting for taste. And everybody's dead faced, and Andy's in the back, like, <laughs> just thinks it's hilarious. It happens like three or four times in the series, and I think it's so fucking funny. Every it's always time. just him. It's like, yeah, it's like he makes the bad pun, and then it's just Andy dying laughing. He thinks it's the funniest thing. <laughs> Anyways. We were talking about how we need to. I need to do a rewatch in that because I've only done one. Oh, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. At least the first whatever. Also the awesome the giant seasons. blown up picture of Michael that is one of the oh, worst pictures ever. That makes he a reprise. obviously chose. Uh-huh. It's a reprise from birthday. His yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, just, it still cracks me up that he, in his birthday episode, like he that's the picture he chose. This vain man, this this narcissist chose <laughs> this terrible photo of himself. It is perfect for a roast. If you want, you want to 
There's a couple little uh, things that they did to show you uh, that they haven't recovered from the damage of the intro. Yeah. Uh, like the boarded up window behind uh-huh. the confessionals, and then the uh, the vending machine is empty when they're all in the break room. Oh, talking. really? When they're back yeah, in the break room. The, yeah, oh, the yeah, vending yeah. machine is fixed, but it's empty. God, that scene with Kevin with the sock puppet and, and Oscar with the, uh, it reeks, and I'm trying to eat. Yeah. There's so many good lines oh, that, that are just line, delivered so well. Right there oh, in that exact same scene right after that is... Uh, where there's uh, somebody says maybe he's dead, and someone says he just sent and a text, text, and Creed goes, "What's a text?" What's a text? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the best is Dwight with the uh, personnel day, and Pam goes, "I think he means personal day," and he goes, "Well, that's a stretch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as we as if we're talking about best ofs, my favorite, hands down, is the uh, Michael retrospective that he knew what he was doing, but in a much realer sense, he had no idea, idea what he was, was doing. doing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, he is, also confuses telescope and microscope he when really he's talking does. about the guy on uh, on in space. He's like, but he's got a really powerful microscope, microscope and yeah. he can see me. <laughs> and then he waves at him. Hi, I'm okay. I'm okay. No, okay. I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> so good. I had to find so. Oh, go ahead. You, you, the 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 B plot. You were talking about how it 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 basically leads us to the great moment at the end, where. Pam reveals that her dad left because when Jim told him about how he felt about Pam, he realized that he never felt that way about her mom, even at their best. Mm -hmm. And that leads to Pam saying, when you're kids, you assume your parents are soulmates. My kids are going to be right about that. Mm -hmm. It's a very powerful, very beautiful moment. And I feel that's true for me. I genuinely do. And 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 every time I hear that line, I just feel so connected to it. Well, nice. and hey. that's, it is such a great that's scene. And, and, and I think that's one reason why we give this episode a pass, even though that B-plot is one of the weaker ones. Right. Mm. is because the resolution is so strong. It's I so think it good. Was just, that what was it brings the best, out of them. I think it was the best way they could come up with of, of getting to that. It was the way they decided that day, that's for sure. <laughs> You're right. And and, and and again, you know, we, we've already I talked about... I don't know that we could have done better. It's a whole lot better exactly. than watching Andy cry at the end of that movie. Well, and that's the thing, is, is, is it led to so many other good scenes. The Andy confessional about the muffin is bad. This art is bad. The, <laughs> this painting is bad. Right, yeah. The, the <laughs> stuff about the soup. and it, like it, There's great moments along the way that are born from it. But it's so weird to me that that plot in the on its own, I was like, oh yeah, this again. Mm. My favorite Fine. Ed Helms moment was actually uh, during the part when Michael comes in and gives everybody his rapid fire roasts, his sort of reluctant laugh. Yeah, that's a very good like uh, physical comedy moment of him just sort of like. Okay, I'm kind of getting into it. Like, oh, that part was very. I would good. say that yeah. that did look improv to me. Like in the moment, stands. Is that when he says that you're as gay as uh, you're as gay you're as Oscar? Than no. Oscar. And he starts to crack a little. Yeah. Yeah. Stanley yeah, has yeah, already yeah. started to he's laugh. Already, he's continuously laughing. Yeah. yeah. No, I I yeah. think that was. Uh, I think it was like everybody is scripted as everybody slowly gets on board, and that yeah. was Ed Helms' take on it, and it was really good. Yeah, uh, that that scene is really good, and not just because you know the way it's written to have Michael finally come back finish yeah. his part and kind of get welcomed back into his quote-unquote family again but the way stanley leads the charge of with with him laughing and yeah. it kind of softening everyone up and it kind of reminding them after this kind of rough situation that they do at their core care and support each other and it gave us boom roasted which i still say to this day on a regular basis in conversation mm-hmm. well and 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 it is ubiquitous people Boom, do right. say it's, that it's still there. You know, that's a thing like that's what she said did it right. start here or was that 
I don't know. Boom that roasted. That's the first place I've ever heard it. Right. I think in that form of like boom yeah. roasted, I've never heard it that way. Which is right. interesting because yeah. the, the office, of course, hugely known for that's what she said, and that did not start with the office. Correct. But they that popularized got, it. that. Got known through the office. That but was, Boom Roasted could very well have originated on that it. show. I do believe I it. it was. Yeah. Um, also, uh, 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 Andy Ed Helms's reluctant laugh and Jack Black has the funniest fake cry in, in Hollywood. Oh, against the banister? After the reverse, the button? Every time Jack Black does a fake cry in anything, uh, in, in the Tenacious D sketches when he does it, yeah. it just it cracks me up. The way he can do the little squeaky sounds. It's so genuinely hilarious to me. And it's so over it the... It, it's laugh. very... It's very child crying yes very animated like that and, and i'll tell you the button that scene too you know with the, i don't care what your mom thinks i'm pretty sure she's not making sense anyway <laughs> you like, know wait his what her mom yeah, that's, exactly. that's when you start to try and do like really do rapid math, math. Yeah, yeah you're like i mean she's 60 if she's in her 70s i don't know her mom's probably got probably fucking over 100 or something well, and that's the point <laughs> is that we've got a situation where um again this plot which is not is flawed. It creates this great fun scene towards the end of this plot within a plot. Ooh. And then you have the post credit or the yeah, which I, I guess it's seen not post today. credit, but it's mm-hmm. it's the the end it's scene a... that wasn't on all of the versions. Yeah, no. it wasn't on Netflix, Multiple which is the bulk of what of I watched. Mm-hmm. But I saw it on the DVD today, yep. and it's the did I. Jack Black coming back to Cloris Leachman's house, only to find her in the arms. Well, but he's coming back with. With flowers and a, wa- and a cane. <laughs> and a new cane. walker. And yeah. A, yeah, a new cane, a four-pointed four cane. What a present. <laughs> yeah. And then he sees, uh-oh. She's in the arms of another lover. Another very young man. Yeah. She sees him through the window, locks eyes, and just with the, just this face of disdain says, I'm about to let this guy break my fucking pelvis yeah 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 it it was it was the sassiest sexiest i've ever seen cloris leachman she's like this guy's gonna break my bones with his cock (laughs) wow that's what she said with her eyes that's exactly what she said with her eyes i think we all read that i think we we can all agree treasure uh so horny american treasure Born rest, in Des Moines, she's Iowa, so she she's so in the funny. year of our Lord, 1926, <laughs> Cloris Leachman. She didn't pass too long ago, I believe. No, uh, January of 2021. Yeah, so she's so funny. At 94 years God. old. Good, good, long, rich life. Good she had her. that. She yeah. She had like a super long career, and then had an extra career at the end of just coming in and like just stealing the fuck out of a scene in a comedy. Get like, to be sassy. Like she was on Raising Hope, one I remember. Or, well, yeah, she but there's like movies that. where she, she would was just come a... in and do one scene of like the crazy old lady because, you know, oh, you get yeah. that old lady mm-hmm. that'll just do whatever the fuck and that was Cloris Leachman because she, she was like was a awesome. Betty White where mm-hmm. just getting her to come out and say mm-hmm. fuck you or something and it was fun, yeah, you know? Like Placid, right? Like, like Placid was Betty White, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. They did make her swear in that. That's funny. Of course. We're um, let's see. I'm 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 honestly now just looking at a whole bunch of stuff about Cloris Leachman, just learning, <laughs> learning more about her. So. We will now segue to Cloris Leachman. Welcome to the People Persons ex- Cloris Leachman podcast, where the we talk about Persons Leachman Club. Uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about the deleted scenes? Uh, no. Well, let me uh, let me jump into my notes. And see oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we did the walking through the meadow. Uh, love Dwight, uh, his tricks to get everyone uh, to sign his apology sheet. That was a much larger uh, uh, side story. Yeah, that uh, was that, kind of its own little plot. That could have been a B story. Sign to, it. Uh, 
Sign it. Man, he really went <laughs> right? for it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, getting in Phyllis's was, face. Yeah. Phyllis, yeah. Phyllis must have been just terrified. Oh, she had to have broken several times. That yeah. would have been next to impossible <laughs> to not laugh at. That wasn't the one-timer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's why in so much of it, they're just shooting the back of her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, yes, that is by design. Oh, for sure. Not a professional actress, although she does a wonderful job. Uh-huh. And I always forget that she's not. I uh, During the roast. Well, I'm, she is now. Yes. She is in other stuff. Great stuff at the roast. Lots of different angles to where they make fun of Michael. One of the best is Daryl with uh, the other guy named Michael, the other oh, warehouse worker. That's all he does. He doesn't make fun of him. He just tries to make him. Just lets him hang himself. Yeah. Just, what's his he, name? He does help him out, though. They did just have a he did just give him a ride the week beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even was. He studied for that test and he didn't even know it. He's being nice. Yeah. <laughs> My question was, why did Michael need a ride home? Right. Yeah. Where was his car? Oh, well, car, car could be in the shop. That could have gone so many different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we learned a little Maybe bit. Oh, into another we know lake. we know that Creed had a a nice uh, revelation in the middle of that meeting with our person from that's uh, Red such Cross. a great bit. I know you. I saw you in I the parking that, lot earlier. That's where I know you. I saw you in the parking lot, <laughs> and that's such a great moment too because it is so out of left field. It's such a classic Creed moment. I hope Total that the new non viewer, I hope that that one got new viewers. So many viewers that were just there to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I really do. What a random line to put in this thing with millions of viewers just to have Creed randomly. Like, that's where I know you. <laughs> like, that's that where guy? I know you. I saw you in the parking lot, or, <laughs> or maybe it, maybe somebody who only knew him from the grassroots. Well, and you know, is that Creed? <laughs> is that Creed Brat? Is that William Charles Schneider? Oh my God! No, what I love about that scene too is that scene is such, it's not really a bookend, but it's it's such a, like a, a part two to the fire scene where it's really fueled by the chaos of the cast because that's got Creed doing that. It's got Dwight demanding control. It's got Michael being a pain in the ass. Yeah, and then you've got like Andy singing, Kelly dancing, Phyllis is bopping. You know some funny irony about that? What's that? that? Ryan isn't really in this episode at all. Is that this the the cousin? The early on version of this was the fire when there was a f- another fire. We the all other know fire about. was him. Yeah, there was no chance One to say fire pita. guy. Yeah, no fire guy. That could have been ugh, Kevin. Could have been all over that all day. That could have been a, a great reference too. Yeah, but that's so odd that. Just funny that he wasn't there. Yeah, but we all, we all know now that the that we all did find out the problem. Thank you to the biofeedback, which was provided by God knows somebody. But thank thank them. Well, that well, that the biofeedback monitor was the thing that was beeping mm-hmm. when Stanley had it. Michael was trying to create that quiet environment, walking around with a lit candle. That's not mm-hmm. safe, by the way. You can't have people on the floor and walk around with a lit candle. That's no, just you don't want to drip bur- like hot wax. On I people. I really felt that's there was a like, drip wax subplot that we missed. Yeah, there's a, that's an HR. Issue yeah. waiting to happen. Uh, I, I just briefly, while I'm sorry, when you no, were talking about that, I pulled up the lyrics to Staying Alive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, uh, well you can tell by the way I use my walk, walk. I'm a woman's man. man. No time to talk. No time to talk. Music loud uh-huh. and women warm. Oh, yeah. That's, I've that's been kicked around since, since I was, I was born. born. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It's yeah. okay. You may look the other way. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. We can try to understand the New York Times effect on man. Okay. Whether you're a brother or whether you're a mother, you're staying alive. Whether you're feel brother, the city breaking and everybody shaking, yeah, and we're staying good. alive. It's it's a good song. It's a, a lot of people give BG shit. BG's are some good 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 musicians. Good music. Well, now I get low and I get high. 
Well, yeah, they did a lot of that in the 70s. And if I can't get either, I really try. They did. They kept trying. In the Got 70s. the wings that's, of heaven on that, my shoes. That's just cocaine. That's just, I'm a that's, dancing man. I can't lose. That's just more, that's co- more that's cocaine. More <laughs> cocaine. Yeah, that's, that's all that is. That, that last two looks just, just cocaine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cocaine will give you heaven's wings on your shoes. Yeah, they did a lot of the, that in they, the 70s. They, they'd had quite the substantial career even before that, so they knew, all, they knew what they were talking about. Yeah. The Bee Gees, they... Did cocaine? They be not. going to <laughs> they get be, cocaine. They yeah, be going. They sure. be going to the cane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. but hey, and and and, and, uh, and, and Kuda, sorry for Michael mixing uh, that, and I will survive. You know, hey, Glory, you know, it's a, it's Glory a good, Gaynor's it's a good, good too. Hey, she's wonderful, and it's a good sentiment. Yeah. Andy Gibb did all the cocaine again, and poor Andy Gibb. <laughs> Rest in peace, Andy. Yeah. Is he the dead one? Are they all dead? He's dead. No, they're not all dead. Barry's alive. Barry, is it Barry? Mary, maybe Barry did all the cocaine. Andy's dead, and one of the other ones hey, is dead. Lucked out. Let's look them all up. Uh, yeah, the, how the, those, Gibbs, <laughs> the Gibbs clan. Go we have a we have an update Gibbs. on the Bee Gees now. I think Maurice died. Bee Gees watch. Twenty twenty two. No, no. Rob, Robin Gibb Maximum died. Maximum Bee Gees watch. Maurice Gibb died. Damn it! They're all dead. All oh. of them. I see. I see. Barry. Barry's still alive. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sucks, man. Too many, uh, too many dead, uh, too many dead BGs. Too much cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm sad. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. What did Andy? I was just going into the because I the, originally the reason I looked it up was because I was wondering how close to the actual lyrics Andy was. Did Until he, he went into gibberish, he had him right. Yeah. Was he the lyricist on that one? No, I mean Andy in the singing <laughs> oh. in the. Uh, in the office. Oh, yes. Having having had this, the, the yeah, CCR. I was wondering like how close, he, whether at, he was he like making like two or three lines. Maybe he gets right? all the way to, <laughs> I've been kicked around since I was born. And yeah. then he starts then he going goes, into the and then, he, and then he's ridded to do, to, you know, <laughs> then it's, or it's all right. It's okay. You may look the other way. Then he goes into gibberish. <laughs> but until then he has all the lines, right? Kelly, yeah. Kelly's loving it. Nama, 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 yeah, nama, that's, nama, 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 that's just such a, a, an interesting moment because this it's episode dips ADD, into the absurd ADD. a lot, and which is so. Just this it's is really such a balancing songs, act. Honestly. It's well, it's a balancing Personally, act. I mean, just I like you've got fair. the uh, new viewers versus uh, you know your old fans that are watching this episode. You've got. Um, People that are watching it because it's a mockumentary and people that are there for comedy mm-hmm. yeah. and they constantly push back and forth. The bandit scene is absurdity. Kelly dancing with staying alive is absurdity. The entire Mrs. Albert Hannaday is absurdity. They gave the instructor a good zinger against Michael, which they took out, and I think that would have helped that, that scene a lot to me. They did, but I really felt like that scene, it, we watched the deleted it scene. It just felt over long to me. The it other, was too long. Yeah. 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 Well, and it, it really and picked the, on her. Well, and then in the it, it was not, yeah. <laughs> that that part made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Between mm-hmm. her and Michael, the deleted scene. Yeah, he really dug into her a little bit. I was bit. like, mm. he did. Yeah, he was being kind of a bastard. A shithead. Yeah, yeah. Zero yeah. Not, not, there's no kind of I shithead. see why they yeah. cut it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is uh, and is addressed to Stanley and Daryl and yeah. Kelly, unfortunately, too. Uh, where he's talking about where he's congratulating them on Barack Obama winning the presidency. That's a funny scene. Yeah, which, which is, is another <laughs> interesting one is that this was I guess the first episode after the election. Uh, well, and he's, he's shrieking that to Stanley mm-hmm. as he's lying on the ground before they shove a wallet in his mouth. Uh-huh. So. And I always kind of wonder why is he <laughs> I, I kind of get it, but I don't know why he's, he's so the animated wallet? about it. No, <clears throat> Barack is president. Oh, yeah. When he goes just you so have to stay alive because there's a black president. 
Well, and you know you the funny thing. You can't die, Stanley. There's a black it president. It just happened. Yeah. You can't die now. Well, and you know, looking back, it's <laughs> that's not, what I was sort of thought it was. Yeah. yeah. There were no multiple episodes. Um, you know, because the election was what November or something. November. November 4th, of uh, twenty eight. Two thousand eight, and so that means that customer survey, business trip, frame Toby, the surplus, Moroccan Christmas, duel, Prince family paper, all came out after Obama was elected president. Mm-hmm. Does it say when they record? When they when they Recorded this oh, production good dates? Question. I don't yeah. think they list that on the wiki, but I'm not sure. Air date? No, I. Well, it had to have been before the election, date. obviously. Yeah. but I wonder how close it was. But yeah, good point. Because I mean, it did come out <clears> when. What was what was the? What if they shot that scene not knowing the results of the election? <laughs> was there another version? Like, did they have another one in the can of McCain one? <laughs> McCain is president, <laughs> Stanley. Kevin, a nice calm hand <laughs> on the wheel. Like, none of those <laughs> scenes work. It would if not. It, it would not have happened. It would have so been wild. Kevin would have had his heart attack. Yeah, I mean. Oh, guys, you mean Stanley's bathroom buddy? Guys, Sarah Palin would have been the vice president. Oh my that would have been weird. That would have been real weird. And somehow, and somehow, it still would have been light years better than Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to tune in to Maximum yeah. News on OLA Ministries. Yeah. Anywhere you Do you understand how the stakes are here, people? Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, right? Please. Tune in. <laughs> Back to the bad. show. Anyway. I don't I think re-say. I've got anything else. I'm looking through my notes one last time to uh, see. Prior to the priors. deleted scenes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the deleted scenes, were they were okay. There was a couple of really, good, really ones. good ones. And some uh, there was the so Kelly revealing that she is not black. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> talking. That was the Which, funniest part of that scene to me. But that's another one, too. Yeah. Like, we know he yeah. knows she's Indian. So it's... All right. So, yeah. the and, o- so unless... I, I what really does he need, say? And, and, and Kelly kind? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also, the use of honky in that scene was funny. Uh, And I love the way Jim points out, like, it hasn't been used in 30 years. 35 years. And then Michael (laughs) says, not to our face. Right. And then him and Creed do a little fist bump where Creed says, that's right, honky. My honky. (laughs) Um when uh, they, when Kevin offers to be Stanley's bathroom buddy, <laughs> and he says, "Well, maybe I could just go in there with you to talk about stuff." <laughs> that was very funny. That was great. Uh, um, we saw the deleted scenes, Stanley. but I remember on Netflix as part of the episode is Michael talking to Daryl about the stage. Yes, and I love mm. Daryl asking the very like, like kind of like. Helping Michael brainstorm through this without Michael realizing it, where he's yeah. like, I'm going to have everyone sitting on the stage. Everyone's going to be on the stage. Who's going to be in the audience? The yeah. audience will be in the audience. We'll charge $10 a head. Yeah, yeah. Charge who? <laughs> charge yes. who? Um, ca- uh, Michael kissing Stanley on the head. <laughs> when he thinks he killed he was dead again. <laughs> after, after he scared him. Oh, God, that was so funny. So, so in order to be able to... to uh, uh, Nap again. He has to put a sign that says "Not dead" on his chest. Uh huh. <laughs> I I want to talk about the logistics of just biting into a wheel of brie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the way that I would do that. That's a sticky cheese. That's like that, the inside is too moist. Is too like sticky. soft. Yeah, and the yeah. outside. Who's eating that rind? Do you eat the rind? You I can. But you can. You don't want to. Slave to the rind. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's my fist. Hey, where's, where's Michael? He just, he just my favorite took, cheese row album. He just took a giant <laughs> bite out of that wheel of brie. Yeah. That's how many great. bites? How many what? wheels of brie? How many takes? Did he have a spit bucket? Probably just the one. That's probably why they cut it. He Maybe. Like, three, I, I do you think that, that Leslie David Baker, that's his name, right? Yeah. Leslie David uh, Baker. Do you think Boom. that he like. 
chewed and swallowed that every time? No, no they spit it out. They spit yeah. that stuff out for those takes. Yeah, they spit that out. And he probably used yeah, the body. Probably used the Some other the, side. I often think about takes. like... He spun it in the wrapper. Yes, sir. Yeah. I often think about how many jobs I would lose as an actor because of my unwillingness to eat certain things. Okay. Uh, and, you know, them being like, in the scene, we need you to eat this thing. And I would be like, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> Let's make it... <laughs> A different thing. But you, and you get you get to else. spit it out. You can spit in a little spittoon after they say cut and patoo. Yeah, but I can I'm not patoo. I know. I don't, yeah. no? you, you know there's certain things where I'm like, nah. Mm. <laughs> nah. Speak, like, speaking of Parks and Rec, um if I the mayo and black olives. I'm not doing that. So no, 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 not no, doing no. that scene. Oof. He did it though. The, uh, so, what were you gonna so, say? Oh, I, I um well Recently, um, speaking of Parks and Rec, uh, Jerry, Larry, I forget his name. Jerry, Larry, Terry? Jerry, Larry, Terry. Gary, Gary Gergich. Uh, had a nice little fun cameo spot on Better Call Saul where he had oh. to repeatedly eat Cinnabons. Over. Okay. And I don't know how many, but even something like that, like how many, because it's repeated Ooh, I need scenes. To call, I need to catch up. It's part of, it's like part of, oh, I'm sorry. My no, bad. that's okay. okay. I'm like a season and a half behind. Okay. Well. Yeah, so I so even like wonderful things like having to eat them over and over, you're still gonna have to be spitting them out because who knows who knows how you're gonna get sick. Mm. You're gonna get sick if you eat like like six Cinnabons in a day. (laughs) Fast (laughs) track more diabetes. More diabetes. (laughs) It's at the very least gonna make your stomach hurt. Um, Michael is gross. Sorry, I also really enjoyed that Pam said waste paper basket. Yeah, that's a term that my grandmother used, and I've uh, mm-hmm. I, I've reacted to that very fondly. <laughs> you don't hear that one very nope, often sure anymore. Don't. This is true. Oh, the defibrillator whoopee cushion that Kevin pulls on. Yeah, Meredith. that's a great Goodness. scene. He, with her the hair. Joker comes right out of him. He puts the defibrillator on <laughs> Meredith's chair like a whoopee cushion. I like that it doesn't do anything to her, but maybe make her catatonic because she yeah. just doesn't move when she, she sits on it. Is it warm? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. Is it vibrating? Is it like vibrating? I, I'm curious. That was my first thought. Was like, is it? Is she like getting off? <laughs> yeah, because that's and, on brand. And uh, going to Toby just to you know, without knowing that the switch was off. <laughs> going back uh, to the episode real quick, uh, Michael. After when he gets on stage at the end of the roast, the way he says the. You really went after my, my intelligence, intelligence there. <laughs> that's such a it good really line. hurt him. He's like, yeah. That's that too. Kudos to Steve Carell for that scene uh, of him breaking down and trying to get through yeah, yeah. his portion of the roast, and it's you a, can see him collapsing emotionally. I mm-hmm. love. It, it's sort of a. It's similar to maybe back at the Dundies when they've gone too far, and he needs the, when the strangers yeah. are making fun of him, right? Yeah. And and he he has that sadness, and eventually it does wash back over the. The office as well. Yeah, and apparently, once you, when you um, uh, there's there's a certain wardrobe that he's uh, committed to when he goes to parks or playgrounds. Oh yeah, and it is all in black. All in black. It's the Steve Jobs look, the black turtleneck and uh, pea coat. Mm-hmm. Did he yeah. have pictures taken of him? That remember the ones that he shows to Donna later on uh, next season, perhaps? Oh yeah, uh, when he's when he has like, same the, outfit for sure. Yeah, same outfit. Like, but it's I'll different time because he had Ryan take those pictures. Right. Oh yep, yeah. Yeah, it's later. Yeah, I keep. I wrote down um, bag of phones when, uh-huh. <laughs> when Michael makes everybody throw their phones in the trash bag. <laughs> that old, was funny. Old tech alert. I love it. Yeah, very oh, yeah. old tech. I, um, love, I love how they use it, though. Toby's quid pro quo. Yeah, that's a great scene. <laughs> where, oh, where, where always Toby, looking out for uh, Sasha. Yeah, Toby. Uh, getting the Girl Scout uh, cookies sold. Yeah, he uh, he twists White's arm into buying some Girl Scout cookies. He's Gotta strong, do it. Strong arms and yeah. smart man. This Respect. Is, this is strong Respect, Toby. Toby. Mm. Yeah, it really is. 
shooting fish in a barbell. I also wrote that down. Uh, spider face. Spider face. So the fish spider in a barbell face. was from the spider deleted face. scene, and I hadn't heard that one yet, and that was yeah. very funny to me. Uh, also, we learned that Michael dyes his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. Ooh. And then the we last also thing... learned that he's supporting uh, 15 Nigerian princesses. That's true. The last thing that I wrote down was uh, Jan's phone roast. Oh, that's such a great deleted <sighs> that scene. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. and, and one more little old tech recall from, from yeah. Pam about if uh, he did see she did see Michael naked, and then if it was, she did compare it to if the it was size an of an iPhone, sh- it'd be a shuffle, iPod, or, oh, an iPod, iPod. yeah, not this even iPhone. This is 2009. Yeah. iPhones yeah. are too new. Yeah. <laughs> no, God, iPhones did... are too big for Michael's participle, dangling participle. <laughs> Where, was everybody still in? Because that's the thing I wonder. Is I, my brain feels like by 2009 we had. Uh, iPhones oh, and we, stuff predominantly. Yeah, I think they came out in 07. It was 07 as the first yeah. one. And so these guys are all still on flip phones. Well, but, but think about it, though. Mm-hmm. Not everyone had iPhones not every, yet. Yeah, it was still more... they were still real expensive. Still, yeah. They didn't have the deals like now where you're yeah. paying it off month to month. Yeah, it definitely Fair. wasn't as, as it is now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at all. It was still... It was working itself that way because people I worked with who were all about it, they... They loved it. Yeah, it was but still. I, I hung. I hung tough till 2014. And 2014. Then, yeah, I was 2012. Before you I got think. a cell phone. Before I got an iPhone. iPhone. Oh, I had, oh, I had, oh. I had a or flip, a smartphone. A smartphone. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, got I, it. I made it to another seven, what, five years after this episode. Yeah, I don't remember the first time I got like a smartphone. Smartphone. I remember I had like a, a Palm. At one point, I had like okay. a Palm Pre. Something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. I had. Uh, man, I had some weird phones. I, I had a BlackBerry at work right when I started, yeah. and it was like right at the end of BlackBerry. Like they still gave them to people, but I never used it. God, remember being blown away <laughs> by a BlackBerry? Yeah, you were like, "Holy shit!" I remember playing. We're in the fucking future. <laughs> I remember. I remember. That's when I noticed how distracted people could get on those things, and it was really annoying back then. Like, and, and to think about like how limited boss, the tech was too. Thing. That distracted me. Really? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even get Reddit on that. You mm-hmm. can read the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, I did, but I didn't. <laughs> See the New York Times effect on a man. <laughs> Thank you. Call back. Thank you. Oh, man. It was a fun time. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was, it was the, the worst of times. times. Donald Trump still didn't matter. It was great. Anything else he you want to add on this episode? He's going to go to jail. Yay. He's going to go to jail. It's going to be so good. One more time, tell us the um, name of the show. We can hear more of these political opinions. Please. Uh, it is called Maximum News. And uh, Maximum what's the best news. way to find it on your favorite podcast app? Uh, you can search Maximum News. Um, if you're on social media, we are at Max News Podcast. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on the things. Um, we've just got the one episode out now. Um, but uh, it's been something that's been uh, quite a work uh, in progress. And there will be um, more coming. So absolutely. And shout out to uh, shout out special shout out to my friend Kintz who did uh, did our theme music. Yeah, uh, great song. The intro on and outro and nice. commercial sting. Uh, completely original. He composed it. He recorded it. He played it. All the instruments. Awesome. Uh, yeah, dude's um, dude's a phenom. Uh, he's oh, one of those man. people that can. It, you just hand him an instrument, he'll he'll make something come out of it. He's that talented. Awesome. Can't wait to listen. I am yeah. now following. Yeah, it's good shit, man. Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the episode? I can't <sighs> think of anything. If okay. any, this is just a. 
Uh, there was that moment where Stanley kind of snaps back and uh, says, how the fuck am I supposed to relax when I can't have a moment where you guys aren't reminding me that I'm oh, sick? And, and the talking head where he says, my doctor says, if I can't learn to look at life more positively, I'm going to die. Cut back to the office. Cut back to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going to, to die. die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's like so it's funny, but dark. What was he? What did he accomplish that he allowed himself to have that wheel of cheese? Do, we, do you remember? Um, he he had done something like some like he hadn't snapped at somebody or something along those lines. Oh, he signed Dwight's form. Yes. that's what it was. That's what Thank he did. You. He was he he chose kindness, and because of that, he got to eat the cheese. That's and, funny. One 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 more about Dwight. This is he's openly now mocking Michael in front of him, just to uh, oh, yeah. having like saying. Uh, Talking about his inferiors. Oh, what? Uh, it's the second. Oh, where there is the uh, yeah, right. Discussing stress. What gives him stress and yeah, he, ha- having to seek the approval, approval from my my <laughs> oh, subordinates. <laughs> yeah. And then I love the way when he when he roasts him in the roast and he says, "You don't have any friends. You don't have any family. You don't have any land." He That's really the harshest that thing word, yeah. that, into Dwight. And in the deleted scene, Dwight steals my, or Michael steals Dwight's pen, and, and in, ste- in retaliation, Dwight steals all of his pens. Yep. <laughs> The, the the idea that Michael is so adamant about having to steal that shit pen that was attached to a fucking at a bank, like that's not a nice pen. Yeah. No. Like, so why do you want that pen so want. bad? Yeah, yeah. Why do you want that pen? Child. Exactly. That's not. We, we, this is a, be a little baby. If you're a listener and you happen to be a psychiatrist, call us up. Come be a guest on an episode because we want to talk about Michael's mental state. <laughs> there's something Please. happening. There. Yes. You know, there, there's those YouTube videos about like analyzing evil, like oh, yeah. in every character. They need to do yeah, something. Analyzing Michael Scott. <laughs> analyzing yeah. Michael. Oh, yeah. You could do a whole podcast on that. Good. And put it on OLA Ministries. People first and psychiatric podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's still P4. It we will is. now psychologically profile P4. every character. One's a silent P. And as we wrap up, you know, we'll, we'll, let's talk a little bit real quick. Um, you know, uh, last year we moved Opinions Like A Holes and the People First and Paper podcast over to a new home over at OLA Ministries. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're expanding. We we've are. Got, we've got Maximum News kicking oh, yeah. off last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be bringing back some of the classic episodes of Styling and Profiling. That's right. Which oh, you uh, hosted voice. with our friend of the show, Cam Porter. Hey, Cam. And then you and Cam have got some other stuff in the works, and we've got some other creators that we're talking That's to right. about even more. So That's right. if you like what me and Michael and Sittler have been doing, Palooza. stay tuned, because oh, yeah. we got more coming, and OLA Ministries has just got some uh, some interesting stuff happening, uh, and we, we, we more stuff for your ear holes. Praise so. be, praise be. Yeah, and you can, um, basically, you can search uh, in the search engines on your podcast app. If you just search OLA Ministries, it will bring up all of the shows that we do. Yes. Please do. Um, all the shows we Put put out uh, including Maximum News, uh, People Persons Paper Podcast, yeah, and uh, styling and profiling with Cam and Zam. Mm-hmm. Boom 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 boom. Uh, and more to come. Yeah, looking uh, forward. That's to exciting. It. Um, Hilton, will this be out before the uh, Blue Whale? Uh, it will. It will. It'll be out later this week, so Ooh, we can we talk about how you show. can, if you what? like opinions like a holes, you can see us live Blue Whale. Yes. at the Blue Whale Comedy Festival. August 27th. No August 27th at the Lowdown. Blue Whale awesome. Comedy Festival 2022 Opinions Like A-Holes live. Live recording. Once again, 
uh, featuring our good friend, friend of me of the show, Ryan Green. That's right. And uh, very funny, Ron on Hirschberg. Ron on Hirschberg, uh, super funny guy. Awesome. Um, and we're, we're, we're trying to get maybe a third guest. We'll see if it pans yeah, out for, between now out. and then. But even if not, uh, we're going to have a great show with the four of us. But uh, tickets are at BlueWhaleComedyFestival.com. BlueWhaleComedyFestival.com. Go there, get tickets August 27th, Saturday, mm-hmm. lowdown. Also, Friday... Hilton uh, will be at the Oklahoma Showcase. I'm going to be at the Oklahoma Ooh, Show, yeah. and then I'm actually going to be at the Lowdown as well, opening up for uh, comedian number one and comedian number two. Yes, uh, whose names escape me, but I've actually got two shows that night. Ooh, now, nice. So. Please go back and post and insert right there where you go to say their name, like Daniel Johnson. <laughs> Market. <laughs> I would never ever do that. That's not a thing I would do on no the show. No way. Definitely didn't already happen. Oh, I love that. No oh, way. I didn't love that. Happen. Mike, love thanks that. for coming. Thank, oh, you, so thank much, you for sir. having me. I love it. I love so it. I'm actually so, so grateful that I happened to fall into this episode. Yeah. Uh, Us too, then. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's one of the most iconic ones. So I was very glad to be here. For that. Bring out the big guns. Thank you. To quote Creed, it's Kismet. The People Persons Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. (laughs) Say it like John Malkovich in The Mandalorian. Bounty hunting. Get the Mandalorian his money. Get this man. Pay that man his money. Get the bounty hunter his money. (laughs) This man always check, check, checking.